We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app good morning fox news reporter jonathan siri joins us for an update on the murdoch murder trial good morning jonathan good morning tara good to be back with you Absolutely. All right. Give us an update. What's going on? Okay. So court resumes today around 930, and we expect that the defense is going to cross-examine Melinda Worley. She's a forensic scientist with SLED. On Friday during uh, prosecution testimony, she uh, said that blood had been found in Alec Murdaugh's SUV and that blood was found on his clothes after testing. Now, just from his appearance, when you look at um, at the interrogation video where he was talking with uh, both a local deputy and also a, a, a sled agent, a different sled agent, um, his clothes appear to be clean. And the, the defense and the prosecution are arguing about what that means. The prosecution is trying to suggest that clean clothes contradict Murdoch's claims that when he found his his wife and son that he went up tried to take their pulse because it was such a bloody crime scene if there were any involvement they argue that he would there would be blood on his clothes obvious blood not just trace evidence the defense is arguing that it actually bolsters their case because if he had fired the fatal shots that killed his wife and son, there would be blood splatter. And there were, there were no visual signs of, of that just to the, the casual observer looking at his clothes. So this is something that we uh, anticipate the debate will continue as this trial goes into its second week. This is all going to get very interesting. The testimony I'm waiting for, Jonathan, kind of is along the same vein um, because the expert for the state wrote in their initial report last February, February 4th, I think it was, that the blood spatter on um, Alec Murdaugh's shirt was was not consistent with, you know, with shooting. There was there there wasn't blood spatter from shooting. Um, and then he and then flipped his opinion. I said, oh, wait, no, wait, now I remember. Yeah, it is. And now, and, and because the, the evidence was destroyed, um, there's no way for the prosecution, I mean, for the defense to test the shirt, bring in their own witnesses. That's going to be a mess. This, this is the key piece of evidence. And the prosecution, I think, bungled it badly. Um, you have to let the other side take, you have to let the, other, the side test it. And when your own wit, you know, your own witness, your own expert has put forward two separate opinions in writing, this is why they're already, I, I mean, correct me if you think I'm wrong. I mean, this is why they're already arguing over what the blood spatter, what the stains say. 
Yeah, the def- and the defense is going to be pointing out any inconsistency or even alleged inconsistency that it finds. At the same time, there I spoke with one lawyer who's in the courtroom, an observer that we've been using as an analyst, and he says any uh, any defense attorney is always going to discredit the handling of the crime scene. In his opinion, he felt that the detectives who first arrived at the scene did a good professional job, but he said he's never met a defense attorney uh, that says, oh, you did a great job there. You preserved the scene and uh, everything was correct. I have no further questions. It is kind of a conundrum, though. I mean, on the one hand, it seems to be saying that, oh, like he's lying. He didn't go check on his wife and son, right, because he didn't have the blood on him. But then again, if he didn't have the blood on him, then he could have shot him. So it's sort of an endless round and round catch 22 they're playing now. Yeah, and that that one may be a draw, according to this attorney analyst that I, w- I was talking with. And so it, it's really going to depend on what additional evidence they produce. One thing to watch for is the Snapchat video. There was apparently a Snapchat video, maybe some other social media from the scene uh, that may or may not place Alec Murda uh, at, at the scene at a given time. It, it may shed some more light on the actual timeline, um, but but that's yet to be seen. What can we expect today, Jonathan Siri? Yeah, so we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna hear more testimony, cross examination from this sled agent, and then we expect that there will be. Uh, additional they, they're starting out the prosecution is starting out with the investigators the first responders and the police who arrived at the scene uh, shortly after that 911 call uh, in which Alec Murdoch um, uh, called and we're, we're going to hear more of that at least this morning as we go further into testimony there there's there's more than 250 witnesses on the list they include some of the other Murdoch family members. They also include some of his alleged financial fraud victims, because separate of the murder charges, he's accused of all of these financial crimes, allegedly pocketing money that was intended for his, his clients who had won legal settlements and different personal injury cases. And so if the prosecution is allowed to present that they're going to try to paint a picture of a defendant who can't be trusted and whose past was beginning to catch up with him. The prosecution arguing that these murders were done to distract from his financial crimes that people were just beginning to realize and, and were beginning to catch up to him. You know, it's interesting. I half think, and it's a brilliant strategy, that the prosecution you know, chose that as their theory of the case to say the judge. So let's just bring in everybody he's ever ripped off, defrauded, um, and now been charged in separate cases, 99 other charges. Um, Let's just bring them all in as character witnesses. That's a great, that's a brilliant way to do it by saying, oh, hey, that's his motive. He wants to distract from his financial crimes. Yeah. And so they're going to argue that these crimes were finally catching up with him and they're going to tie it all together because Alec Murdaugh in that interview with the sled agent and the sheriff's deputy, uh, the sheriff's detective, um, said 
almost immediately that he believed that this shooting of his wife and son was related to his son Paul's boat accident in 2019, led to the death of a 19-year-old woman, a passenger on his boat. He was accused of operating the boat under the influence. Alec Murdoch said his son, after that accident, was getting punched in public. He was being harassed and he was being threatened. And so he tried to to tie it to, to that. But at the same time, because the family sued him, they they sued the Murdoch family, multiple family members, including Alec Murdoch, that opened him to more scrutiny of his finances. And that is when people started discovering more of these allegations of financial impropriety. And so it all ties together. And uh, the prosecution is going to say that this implicates him in the murders. The defense is going to say, nope, these are completely unrelated and you only have circumstantial evidence. It's going to be interesting to see what the jury thinks, Jonathan Siri. I know you got to scoot. Um, thank you so much for joining us this morning on 106.3 WORD. My pleasure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sorry, trying to get some video audio to play there. Let's see. A four-star Air Force general reportedly telling his officers to prepare for war with China within the next two years. General Mike Minahan, head of the 50,000-member Air Mobility Command, warning, quote, I hope I am wrong. My gut tells me we will fight in 2025. And the head of the House Foreign Affairs Committee agreeing with the general's prediction. Listen. I hope he's wrong as well. I think he's right, though. I think China's looking at uni reunification of Taiwan, right? That's how they call it. Uh, there are several ways to do that. The first one is to uh, influence the election that will take place a year from today. Uh, President Tsai's party uh, is running for re-election. If they don't win in that one, they are going to look at a military invasion. <laughs> of course they are. We're down to... Um... Oh, as we learned last week, I mean, we are so low on everything because, you know, from javelins, other kinds of missiles, 
we're supplying them to Ukraine. I mean, we could sustain a war, um, you know, over Taiwan for about a week. Not that we should fight one, but that's where we are. We are weak. China is loving this. Somebody on Rubble asked me last week, is China going to get involved if we have a ground war with Russia? No. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. They're just going to take Taiwan. I don't know why they haven't done it already. I would have. They own Joe Biden. I mean, what's he going to do? Absolutely nothing. But press releases. He can't. They own him. Well, over the weekend, um, and, and, and I've, I put out a piece on this. It did pretty good over the weekend. Americans don't understand. Washington desperately wants war with Russia. And this happens every time Vladimir Putin tries to negotiate peace. Washington uh, will escalate the war. They, they need it to keep going for some reason. They're obsessed with this. They want the war to keep going. Boris Johnson had all but cut a peace deal and Washington interfered. So they want this war. They want it escalated. They want it to happen. Over the weekend, Lieutenant Colonel da- uh, Daniel Davis warned of nuclear war, saying the U.S. has no plan in Ukraine. This is not a video game. And I don't think there's a real understanding of this here. I, I, I really don't. I think it's a bunch of defense contractors who've poured a bunch of money into Democrat and Republican campaigns. Afghanistan is over. They don't have a way to make bank. They're pressuring these Congress members. Look, I gave you all this money for the midterms. We need something. We need to supply. We need supply lines in Russia. You know, we're in Ukraine. We need, we need a war. We need a conflict. And look, Joe Biden owed China, so he had to shut down Afghanistan and hand them Afghanistan so they would be in charge of the mines there that we need for the electric vehicles. So he gave away Afghanistan to China. Now he needs a war to pay these people off. And, and these idiots in Washington literally think, oh, don't worry, Putin would never use nukes. Well, there's a lot of stuff Putin could use short of nukes. That would be pretty devastating. And that's what Lieutenant Colonel Daniel Davis is Saying he's like, he said, U.S. has no plan or strategy. Warned the real world danger of invoking NATO's mutual defense clause, which could trigger a nuclear war. I mean, folks, suppose you're Vladimir Putin for a minute, not some idiot in Washington who doesn't even know what they're talking about, but Vladimir actual freaking Putin. And what have you, what have you seen? What are you looking at? Well, I mean, we're sending Patriot missiles, which our own Pentagon said we would not do because it could it strike nuclear war because we need um, American military to operate them on the ground. We have the New York Times saying, oh, hey, those Patriot missiles, they're going to be used to shoot down incoming missiles and planes. We shoot down Russian planes. That's an act of war. That is an absolute act of war. You do that on the ground in Ukraine, you shut down a Russian, Russian plane. We're at war. Then... The idiot foreign minister of Germany, and she's known for being a dingling, flat out said, well, hey, we're at war with Russia, all of us, talking about America and Germany. She tried to walk that back. But the problem is it's true. Then we deploy the, the 101st Airborne to Romania. We haven't, we haven't deployed the whole... We, if, if, we're, if we're at war with somebody, we deploy them. We deployed them to Iraq. We haven't deployed them to the European theater since World War II. We have troop escalated from the 60,000 that we keep there in Europe generally. That's generally about the troop level we keep. In a year, we've escalated to 100,000. We moved the 101st Airborne to Romania. That was announced last week. We're putting Patriot missiles there. U.S. troops on the ground. They're going to have to be there to operate the missiles and the tanks. 
Folks, this is war. I mean, I don't, you can call it whatever you want. I have all these liberals on my Twitter calling me a Russian disinformer and these are Russian talking points. They're, they're not. This is reality. And unfortunately, right now in Washington, any criticism of the idea of like, hey, this could start a war. Are we really sure we want to do this is dubbed Russian disinformation. Of course we do. Of course we want to challenge Russia. No, we don't. And then over the weekend, folks, it got plum in say. Politico uh, doing a story reporting. So that's that's the left wing, you know, publication of, of record of, of Washington is now describing the fast track in Washington as Washington is now moving to send F-16 fighter jets and long range missiles. And the calls political rights are coming from inside the Pentagon. In other words, this is already being debated. Breitbart has the same thing. So political on the left, Breitbart on the right. Discussions to get long-range missiles to Ukraine are apparently well underway, with reports describing talks as fast-track. Okay, folks, I want to tell you what scares me. Vladimir Zelensky, the dictator of Ukraine, who's really no different from Putin. I mean, either one will disappear you if you're a reporter reporting the wrong thing. And, I mean... Yeah, Zelensky's moved to shutting churches down and jailing his political opponents. Um, Putin hasn't even gone that far. So, I mean, why we're in this to defend democracy is bizarre. I mean, I like I can't tell the difference between Putin and Zelensky, quite frankly. Neither can the ethnic Russians he's genocidally bombed. But whatever. But we're going to send F-15 fighter jets and long-range missiles. And we have the, advi- the, the uh, top advisor to Vladimir Zelensky taunting Russia last week, saying we're going to start hitting cities inside Russia. And I asked, like, we're, what, 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 who gave the Ukrainians this idea? And last week that sounded crazy. Come on, we're not going to hit cities inside Russia. Tara. Well, I mean, it's not me. It's Vladimir Zelensky's advisor. He's saying it. He said they're going to hit Moscow. He said they're going to hit St. Petersburg. No, no, I'm sorry. He said we're going to hit. Well, who's we, honey? Because you ain't got no missiles. Well, here's the missiles. This is why the Ukrainians think we're going to go. We are going to launch long-range missiles at Russian cities in Russia, not in Ukraine. Do you know how crazy that is? Do you have any idea how insane? I mean, I'm talking like full-on societal suicidal, nihilistic, and self-destructive. It's 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 crazy. And then sure enough, you know, I, I asked that question last week, where are the Ukrainians getting the idea that 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 we, they and us in a partnership and, and, and Germany are going to hit Russian cities? Well, this is where. Came right out after that. So you got Breitbart on the right, Politico on the left, reporting the same thing. Fast track negotiations for F-16 fighter jet. Folks, the Ukrainians are not going to be piloting those jets. Not by themselves. But again, this means more personnel, U.S. military personnel in the air, and on the ground to operate. What does that mean? That's war. That's a land war. Um, fast track in Washington as we move towards sending Ukraine F-16 fighter jets and long-range missiles. And then the full-on bark at the moon, Pink Floyd edition of insanity. Like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Insanity. The New York Times and the Atlantic Council floating, hey, you know, like, Let's um, take back Crimea. From Russia? Yeah, sure. Why not? It'd be great. Take back Crimea. Okay. 
Crimea is ethnically Russian. It has been Russian territory for hundreds of years. The Russians who lived there were brutalized, bombed, and otherwise politically persecuted by the Ukrainian government. They want nothing to do with Ukraine. They will not be liberated. This is enslaving them if you take back Crimea. They had a vote over 90%, like, we're done with Ukraine. We're tired of being bombed. We're tired of being persecuted by the Ukrainian government. The Ukrainian government's genocidal. They're just as bad as Russia. They're, they're, they're both awful. We're going to liberate Crimea? You mean we're going to force those people who voted to, to, to go to Russia because they're ethnically Russian? That is pre- the predominant, um, you know, culture there. You're going to force them back into Ukraine? Really? At our expense and risking a ground and nuclear war with Russia? For what? Why? Oh, because the outcry in Crimea? Because they want to go back? They don't. They're Russian. This, folks... There's something else going on here. This is this is not about freedom. This is not about any of that silly stuff. And and but when you consider we have put more funding and resources into this war than all of Russia combined. And this is in their backyard, not ours. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't think the American people understand how dangerous this is. Now, here is how this is going to go. This will die down because we're training on the Patriot missiles right now. We're training Ukrainians on the tanks right now, and we're going to do that over the next few months. You're not going to hear anything. But our plan is to go ahead and do a spring of spring offensive. Look for this. Look for Vladimir Putin to launch, to really unleash the other two-thirds of his military that he's held back in the coming couple of weeks. Because now we're put, it's going to, he's going to have to take all of this, do everything that he wants before we roll in in the spring and do World War III. This is going to get crazy, and it is so stupid. Texts I get more than any other. Tear the country's done. Nobody's fighting back. And I say, oh, yes, they are. In a way we've never seen before. It's just that the weapon that they're choosing for the Civil War, and we are in one culturally, is not a weapon we've ever seen used before. It is a moving van. Maybe people say to me all the time, well, Ron DeSantis can't win. I mean, look at Trump's rallies. People wait for hours to listen to Trump. They do. They love Trump. He's got his designated following. But for Ron DeSantis, people pack up a moving van in numbers never seen before. A staggering 65,000 people moving out of New York to Florida, the highest ever recorded. So to me, that dwarfs any kind of rally that you could have. And people are packing up their businesses and bringing those as well. To where? They're, they are escaping former American territories that are really not culturally, politically, or even legally American anymore. When I say legal, they have uh, hybrid justice systems that, that aren't recognizably American. They're corrupt. They have two standards. And they're fleeing to the South in record numbers, pretty much everywhere but here. That's odd. Headline, uh, Associated Press, so it might be true. 
The U.S. Population Center is on track this decade, decade to take a southern swerve for the first time in history. Um, and they write, it's because of people like Owen Glick who moved from California to Florida more than a year ago. Last year, the South outgrew other U.S. regions by well over a million people. So what have I told you for a long time? I said a lot of people say oh, Americans thought America's dying. America's dying. No, it's not. It's it's it it America said no federalism is dying. The federal system is dying. It is so polluted, corrupt, and contaminated. It's no longer recognizably American. So people are saying, What can I do? Um, you know, I, I voted for a Congress member I like, but that's just one guy. What do I do? And they're moving. The moving trucks are rolling, and they're rolling in a way that is truly historic that we have not seen in America. These are historic times, and that's the Associated Press saying it. Well, where are they mostly going? I mean, these numbers are staggering that just came out, the population estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau. The Northeast and the Midwest lost residents overall. First time for that. The West grew by anemic 153,000 people. Um, and they say, you know, without immigrants, the West would have shrunk too. In contrast, the South grew by 1.3 million. What's happening? A smaller footprint, America, is emerging. They are leaving post-American territories that they now call democracies. And they are hoping to continue to live in the republic we know is America in these shrunken areas. This is where the fight's going to be. A battle, civil war battle. What's the battle going to be? It's going to be the federal government trying to tell these states what to do. And it's going to be the states rebelling, saying, no, we're not. We are not going to hunker down for the winter like they just voted to do in Minnesota with no heat and no light and rolling blackouts. We're going to go get our natural gas. Thank you very much. And the EPA can kiss our rear end. And I'm telling you, by the end of this decade, you are going to see a governor dragged out of a governor's mansion by federal jackboot thugs. You're going to see that. You're going to see um, officials do that. You're going to see other people do that. You're going to see... Uh, that clash, it's coming. And that's what these moving trucks mean. They're trying to get out from under this the only way that they know how. And what they're trying to escape is wokeness and destruction, the economic destruction that goes with it. Did you see what just happened in Minnesota? I, there's no words for it. But it is. It, it, it shows what the future is in Minnesota. What, what it is in Minnesota is a suicide pact. Minnesota Democrats, which control that country, just voted to ban bill to ban coal oil and natural gas in one of the nation's coldest states as biden also banned mining in the state's iron range i'm gonna get to that in a minute so in 17 years they are going to somehow keep the lights on they think in their homes with no coal no oil and no natural gas what percentage of the energy mix is coal again 21 percent. gotcha and what percentage of the mix is Carbon-based. It's either coal, oil, or natural gas. Anybody know? 81%. So they're going to say no to the 81%. We're just, we're just not going to do that. Okay, well, the problem with solar, as the folks in North Carolina and the poor man who died down in Anderson County learned, the problem with solar is uh, solar, you only get max of six hours a day, more like four, unless the sun doesn't come out, then you don't get any. And then what happens? Yeah, lights stay out. Okay, well, in Florida, I guess you could do that with a candle and you won't die. But in Minnesota, you're going to die. I mean, people are going to die because of this. But did you see what else Biden did? This, this is fact. Hey, when you look at this stuff and you really get deep down into it, if you're one of my liberal trolls, 
Your party does not believe in global warming. They're lying to you like they do about everything else. Your party doesn't give a rip about natural resources. And no matter what they tell you about wanting to electrify everything, they're full of crap on that too. Do you know what Biden just did in Minnesota also? 20-year mining ban. Okay, so this is this like upper northeast corner of Minnesota. Why is that significant? Because 88% of the nation's cobalt is in that mine. That's where it comes from, that little corner. You need that and two other minerals to build electric vehicles. Or you're going to have to depend on who? The countries that paid Biden and Hunter the most. Oh, you know. Come on, say it with me. You know what countries those are. Russia and China. So while the Democrats are telling you, you need to buy an electric vehicle, we're going to go all electric. We're going to convert. They put the minerals they need to do that off limits. So if we're going to get them from, we, and we were looking at getting them from Africa, but those are mined with slave labor, so that's a problem. They're, they also are in China as well, but we don't care about that. You know what this is, folks? This is an excuse from the Democrats who were paid off, because remember, they're all paid off by the Chinese via the Penn Center. I mean, heck, you have our own Secretary of State getting a paycheck for doing nothing from the Penn Center, and it's all Chinese money. What are they doing? They're putting, they're using the excuse of climate change, the excuse of climate change to put China and Russia in the driver's seat. That's what they're doing. So we just put, the there's three key minerals that we need to build those EVs. And all these electrified devices, they just put one of them off limits in the United States of America. 88% of our cobalt is gone. Who are the top five uh, nation, top five producers of cobalt in the world that they have it? Two of them, Russia and China. Where will we be getting our cobalt? Oh, Russia and China. That's why they paid off Bill, uh, Joe and Hunter. Folks, this is a game. Mandate electric cars. Make people buy them. Take away our cobalt. For 20 years, he put this ban on. Take it away. Make sure we can't get it. Who do we have to rely on? The people paying the Bidens. That would be the Chinese um, and the Russians. Look, if Trump did this exact same thing, I'm talking exact to the letter. The media would be telling you all about it. This is a game to make the Democrats rich. Democrats get paid off by China and Russia. Look, folks, we just learned over the weekend, the guy, the FBI counterintelligence agency, who launched the Russia hoax. That guy. That's the guy who's in court for taking bribes from Darius Paka. I can't say his name correctly. From the Russian oligarch. The dude who launched the Russia probe, which never could find a single connection between Trump and Russia, was taking bribes from a Russian oligarch. Folks, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. And let me tell you what. Whatever these people tell you, Biden administration, mainstream media, our intelligence agencies about Russia, always assume it's a lie. Prepare to be shocked if it's true. This is what they do. Oh, you got to get an EV. Yeah, that cobalt's going to be expensive when we have to buy it from China and Russia because we put ours off limits for 20 years. But to the people that Hunter Biden was in Business with, remember he said, the spy chief, the chief, the spy chief of China, my business partner has disappeared. He was in a panic. He thought he was going to disappear too. That's why I left the laptop behind. He wanted an insurance policy. 
So I was just talking about the new civil war. The weapon in that war is the moving truck as people flee post-American territories for still recognizably American territories. And this is how the Democrats are fighting their side of the war. They're recruiting voters from all over the world. Just shy of six million since Joe Biden took office. And they're flooding the country with them. Why are they doing this? Well, they would only take, you know, the legalization of the 30 million already here. All it takes is an amnesty. Um, and they've got us. They're going to win every presidential election after that. Assuming the voting patterns hold. So why do they need more? Why do they need 5, 10, 50? In fact, 160 million is the number that Gallup said last week will come if we leave the voters o- the, the borders open. There's 160 million people that say, yeah, we're, you know, we're, I'm going to come to America if I can get there. They're warning, what, you know, what are you going to do? Why the Democrats need, we already have the 30 million. All they're going to do is legalize them. They'll always win the presidency. Why do they keep going? Because that is their response. As the moving trucks roll to the south, and we've now got, for the first time, the northeast is shrinking. And these are incredible numbers in Gallup. Uh, I, I'm sorry, these incredible numbers in the Associated Press today. Last year, the South outgrew U.S. regions by well over a million people through births outpacing deaths and domestic and international migration. Okay, so what is going on here? Well, what people are doing with the moving trucks is trying to solidify a region of America uh, kind of almost outside the grip of the federal government. It's not under woke control and thus miserable. So the Democrats say, fine, we're going to flood the country with so many millions of people we believe will vote in the majority for us that every state will turn purple. You can get in your U-Haul and go all you want. Our plan is to simply outmass you. That's, that is what they're doing. That is the purpose of this, to make sure there's no state that you can flee to where they're not in control. And that is the outlines of the Civil War. It's not like any war we've ever fought before. There's no shots fired. It's the only weapon in it is the moving van. And the federal government trafficking these people in here at your expense. So we see the symptoms of that everywhere. Do you see this? Rhode Island High School just got caught soliciting funds to illegally play, pay a coyote with a Mexican cartel who trafficked a student at the school to the U.S. He needs money raising. He's going to need um, another $2,000, the teacher said in this email they sent out, to meet his goal of $5,000 by February 1st. Now, I saw this and I was kind of, I was like, yeah. I get what they're doing. I mean, his kid's probably going to his teachers and saying, listen, I mean, I can't make it to school. I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to pay off the cartel. They're worried about the student. So they decide they're going to pay off the cartel to help him. You can see the problem with that. But you can't help but sympathize with the kid. But then on Fox News, they're like, well, yeah, but is he even a kid or is he 26-year-old MS-13? And we have no way to verify. I mean, who knows? But he's in the school. And they're all fundraising for him. Have you ever seen a thing like this? Yes, it's the sign of the times. Times we've never lived in before, folks. May you be cursed with interesting times. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks for watching the show. Look out for the Battleground podcast. It'll be out soon. You can always get it by texting keyword Battleground to 71307. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.